Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 45 of the Penultimate Game Show. Today's topics are, uh, a sh- there's a crap ton of cop- uh, topics today, so strap in, strap in. Big, big game topics, big yes, game. big game topics. Konami's making games again, Bluepoint finally gets acquired by Sony, and of course, the last Smash character for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is revealed. But before we get into our discussion, we've got a little housekeeping. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub, and don't forget to hit the notifications. Ooh, hit the bell to get notifications for all of our shows, like this show, the Penultimate Game Show, the Cross Media Show, Anime Nation, Stats on Stats, and the Marvel Mondays Initiative. If you're watching on Twitch and have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give out. And, you know, we'd love it if you give it to us. But... If you can't, that's fine. Um, for those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Ruben Guerrero, the director of the channel. And of course, as always, I am joined by the anime slash manga expert and my co-host, Ryan Smith. Ryan, how are we doing today? It went good. Um, better than good. Today is an amazing day in gaming. The The gods have rained down upon us today in a, in a holy way. We'll get to it, though. We'll get to it. Today's guests are, hold on, give me a sec, let me look at this, uh, uh, the Lit RPG Master, Richie Stevens. Richie, how's it going? It's, it's going. We, we had a good day, and uh, since you called me the Lit RPG Master, I had a new book drop today. The good Guys Book 11 on Audible, so I've been listening to that all day. Nice. Yeah. And finally, the man who knows everything about JRPGs and fighting games, John Rivera. John, how's it going? I've been having some weird thoughts lately. Like, are video games for real or not? It is... This week has been very good for people who have my specific taste in video games specifically. It's It's been crazy. I've been really excited about lots of stuff going on. As, as a, someone who shares a lot of very similar tastes with John, it has been a very good week. As a third person who shares a lot of similar tastes with John, Listen. oh, also John, happy Metroid week! I'm I'm so ready. Uh, my, my GameStop deducted money from my bank account today, so my special edition should be coming in soon. So we get here earlier than later. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. So, gentlemen, we have a lot to talk about, and not a lot of not a lot of time. Let's get into uh, some streaming slash podcast updates. Uh, we do not have a slew of shows this week. I'm sorry. Ryan is doing Anime Nation this week. Ryan, you just told us on Thursday. Is that correct? Yes, I will be doing a episode on that very cool Star Wars Visions that came out. Oh, hell yeah. All right, cool. Who's going to be joining you? Uh, we got Richie, possibly. We got John, so maybe the same crew here. John can't make it. Well, probably one of the usual people we usually have on. Okay. Let's see what happens. Cool, cool. Um, of course, Christian has been working on another video essay, and this he sent me a clip of it the other day, and it hit my nostalgia really hard. Uh, so stay tuned for that. That's coming real soon. And unfortunately, well, it's not really unfortunately. Fortunately, I spoiled myself with the Venom and uh, Back for Carnage, Back for Blood. Venom, let there be. Let there be Carnage. God. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and credit scene. So my Spider-Man No Way Home trailer deep dive has to be pushed until I see this fucking movie. 
which oh, is I can't answer that for you. You're going to have to figure that out yourself. John. I'm going to go see it literally when I'm done with this podcast. Gotcha. Okay. Ooh. Oh, that's I've already seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'll probably watch this tomorrow, this shitty ass movie tomorrow, and we'll see what happens with this deep dive. Um, me, me and uh, Ruben are going with the same energy to this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure, sure. God damn it. Um, I'm probably going to rent it several months later because I've been like doing a John, MCU rewatch. John, so. John, I'm going to be real honest with you. This is the worst movie that man oh, has ever I'm made. not looking forward to this it. This isn't I, the Dark Knight, Ruben. God damn it. It just made enough money that I know. Uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen this the secret post credit scene people are talking about but it made enough money that i feel like sony's gonna be like now you have to put venom next to tom holland on a poster at some point will that ever happen john we'll find out in a couple months when you watch the movie but until then (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have to wait we're gonna have to wait uh christian streamed uh jet the far shore today so be sure to check it out on our YouTube channel tomorrow. It'll probably go up Ooh. like around six o'clock Eastern, uh, six a.m. Eastern. So feel free to check that out. For now, let's get into what we've been playing recently. Ryan, let's start off with you. What have you what been? Have I been? Oh well, let's see here. This weekend played nothing but Halo. Played Halo <laughs> yeah. for this fucking hours upon hours and hours. God, I've not been that into a first-person shooter in a long-ass time. Feels good to be alive, doesn't it? It, it slaps. God, that game slaps hard. The, uh, the new to... guns are amazing. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. The Commando? Holy shit, the Commando's good. The fact that you can freaking hook shot or slingshot, whatever the hell the yeah. thing is, grapple shot, onto mm-hmm. a freaking ghost? Or a banshee? Are you kidding that me? Is... Or I saw, Banshee. I saw a clip of that on the internet. That it's really fucking cool. nuts. Man. Yeah, Mario just, Rivera posted yeah. about it. All I've been doing, the, well, the, all I did this past weekend was just grapple shot onto ghosts. That's funny because I, you see, I'm not a big, big battlefield guy. Ah. Uh, I've been playing nothing but Slayer. That's where I live. Okay. Right. It's just four v four team shooting Slayer capture the flag. Okay. Uh, I've also been doing uh, capture the flag. Is re- I've gotten really into capture the flag. It's fun. Yeah, it's very fun. I'm very excited to get back into it. December eighth. Richie, what oh, have you been playing? Me. Uh, I've been playing more of the Diablo two remastered. Uh, Neo, the world ends with you. A little uh, Smash Bros here and there because you know I had to get hyped for the Smash Bros revealed this week. And Super Metroid. I've been playing Super Metroid. Oh, and the Castlevania Advance Collection because holy shit, is it good? Okay, cool. John, what have you been playing recently? So on a whim, I picked up uh, Melty Blood Type Lumina because a bunch of fighting game players on my Twitter feed were really into it. It is a fighting game spinoff of a visual novel called Tsukihime. You may not recognize that, but it's that visual novel is made by a company called Type Moon, which made a visual novel called Fate Stay Night, which is now a really big anime series of franchises. Ryan's gesturing to his figures there. Um, 
So Fate Stay Night, one of the main characters is a is someone called Saber, um, who turns out her real identity is she is female King Arthur, but an anime waifu. Uh, and she is in Melty Blood as a guest character, so that's what I've been playing. Um, so I was playing with that, and that's busted. a really fun fighting game. Yeah. Yeah, she's just like, oh, did I did I hit you with the very tip of my sword? I can get a full combo off that. No problem. Uh, sucks to you, I guess. Um, and then I've also been going through No More Heroes. I beat No More Heroes 1 last night. Uh, still holds up for what it is, which is a kind of shitty open world game with a really, really, really awesome action game and boss fights in, in the sides. Uh... And I'm going to be going through No More Heroes 2 probably after we're done today. And then after the Smash Direct, um, one of my I was at my friend's house. because I have cool friends who two of them took off work to watch the Smash Direct. And then after the Smash Direct finished, we were like, all right, time to play the new Smash Brothers game, Nickelodeon Battle All-Star Brawl. So we played like five hours of Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, and it's pretty good. It's fun. I played it last night. Uh, but me and my uh, friends and my roommates are hosting a tournament for it with our nice. friends this weekend. Oh, nice! Question: Who'd, yeah. who'd you main though, John? That's the real question. Uh, I'm still. I'm. I was just messing around with every character, just kind of get a feel for everyone. I'm more into Cartoon Network stuff than Nickelodeon stuff. So Smart I was guy. like, anyone's fair game for me. I'm not too picky, but I was leaning towards. Uh, Zim, he uses Gur as, like, a puppet character. Like, he'll drop Gur, and Gur will just walk forward, but he can also press buttons to change the way Gur walks. Um, and I was also enjoying Toph, because she just has really long-range moves. Like, she can't do anything in the air, but one of her uh, smash attack equivalent... She just makes a giant wall, and it smacks forward. (laughs) And, like, if there any... If you'd use it, like on the corner of the stage, people just can't get on the stage. They nice. just can't. Okay. Ah, uh, that's awesome. Cool. I guess I know who I'm meaning. And I was about to say Smash. <laughs> Avatar Egg. Nickelodeon yeah. All Star Brawl. That's, that's Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. I've been really digging Nigel. Nigel Thornberry, of course. Yeah. That's who everybody's been digging. Smashing. So I've heard. So I've heard. Oh, Smashing. God. Oh, I thought you should, I thought you meant that's who everybody's been smashing. And I was going to say, uh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I have been playing nothing but Halo this past weekend just because I, I needed to fix. I got very frustrated because I was – the people that I was getting teamed up with just really suck at Capture the Flag, and I hated it. I hated it so goddamn much. But – other than that, I don't think I've been playing anything else. Um, I just played a round of um, Knockout City Season 3, which was, eh, it's, a, it's okay. I got one last thing to say on Halo before we move on. Go for it. And that is, this is a testament to this, how well this game plays and feels. Is Me and my friend were playing it in my living room, passing off the controller of like every kill, like old school style. Yeah. By the, that play session, everybody who was in the house was in a circle passing the controller just because of how good that game felt to play. It feels so, really I'm re- Is there going to be another beta before launch? No. Wouldn't surprise me. I don't think so. I think they may change it one more time. 
You think Remember so? The multiplayer is free to play, period. Yes. Yeah, day Even one, multiplayer is free. Game, pa game Pass, you can play multiplayer. You can get it on Steam. No, even if you don't have Game Pass, it's free. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. No, that's that's what I was saying. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm excited. So, it's time for our first, our first uh, story, new story of the day. I, I don't know why I got caught up on that. Pokemon Legends Arceus map is looking less likely to be a fully open world. And you know what, guys? I'm totally fine with this. I have no yes, problem with that. Um, I'm pulling this from IGN. Uh, the author of this is going to be Logan Plant. Uh, apparently, Joe Merrick from Cerebee, which if you don't know what Cerebee is, I don't, just, I'm revoking your Pokemon card. Your card? Uh, your full on? Your, just any card you own? Uh, yeah, I'm just revoking <laughs> all of them. Okay. Pokemon trainer card. The, the Pokemon trainer card, all the Pokemon cards you have, I'm revoking them. That's it. Uh, he was able to get his hands on two photos from the Pokemon Legends Arceus map and has said that it is uh, coming increasingly clear that Pokemon Legends Arceus may not be a fully open world, but rather segmented uh, open areas like Xenoblade Chronicles to uh, Monster Hunter, etc. Uh, separated into different areas like the Wild Area slash Crown Tundra. Oh, sorry. Separated into different areas like the Wild Area and Town Tundra. Uh, crown tundra did uh, okay look, yeah which i'm fine with it's that's that sounds, that sounds good yeah it's, it's super picked, huge you know if you i pick an area play. i want to go with what kind of pokemon i want like if i want to go to the volcano and catch a lava pokemon yeah. I can, if i want to go to exactly the area yeah that's perfect yeah did, that's uh, that's what i thought it was going to be not how do we feel about the new pokemon to be breath of the wild like it's okay to have yeah but john uh, we've had this is... open up over time we've had this discussion breath of the wild was not that good of a time. game you know yep. good breath of the wild is this genshin impact i stand by that i mean <laughs> genshin impact is a better game than breath of the wild okay it is it is i'm standing yeah. by that too that's why I only put like 25 hours in the ref of the wild, but I'm somewhere in the 100 hours now of Genshin Impact. Oh my Impact. god, that's a lot of hours. <laughs> I'm I not well. played Breath of the Wild yet, but that's that's probably why I haven't. Well, I have. I just haven't finished it, and that's probably why. I don't want to finish. I've beaten Breath of the Wild like three times, and it's once was literally just running to the castle as soon as I could. Yeah, I've done the Ganon rush before. Uh, underwear run, yeah, underwear run yeah. really good. That's what to... I call it when you like beat him in less than a couple hours. The yeah. underwear run, yeah. Uh, Logan states that the game, uh, the gameplay description says, uh, ooh, yeah. Logan states that the gameplay description on the website says completing tasks and raising your rank will gain you access to new areas. In quotes, uh, Monster so, Hunter. Yeah, pretty much every Pokemon game. Eh, kind of, sort of. I think this is more different than the, I'm the recent. I'm curious, because in the most recent trailer they did for it, those have to be gym leaders. Yeah. yeah. There's, yeah. yeah. They would, it's more leaders. along the lines of, I like, think the... they work, like, uh, Sun and Moon, yeah. where they had kahunas, and you're like, what is a, what is this thing? And then you play them, and they're like, oh, they're gym leaders with a fancier name. Right. And I, because I'm... they also showed the, trials. The, the new Pokemon. Yes. The scissor. Ooh, the the scissor, scissor version. The. Size, uh, cipher. No. Uh, Evolution. Yeah. Rock Clippy Boy. Scissor. No, hold on. 
The oh, Scyther. He's a rock guy. Is it? It's not Slasher. What is it? It's something uh, like that. Okay, Cleaver. Gonna... <laughs> Cleaver. Is there you go. That's what it is. Okay, it's Cleaver. Finally, I was like, no, it's not it's, Caesar. His it's, name is literally different. Yeah, it's Scyther's uh, uh, Hisua. Hisuo. He's Hisui. Hisui region the, evolution. The, yeah, the region is Hisui. Yeah. Which yeah. that just but becomes the Hoenn region, right? No, that no it or not Hoenn. Shino. Shino, thank you. Hoenn is third gen, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, which is basically pretty cool. Like I at first when I first saw this, I was didn't even picture Scyther at all. Like I just thought this was a brand new fucking Pokemon. Oh, I definitely was like, Oh, he has knife arms. He's gotta be Scizor. Yeah, I was like, this gives me Scyther vibes, but I didn't think it was actually Scyther until I saw something that was like, oh, yeah, that's just Scyther. Or a de- an evolution of Scyther. Scyther. See, we keep saying Scyther, and all I can think of is uh, the struggle champion in Kingdom Hearts 2. Scyther, mm. you know? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> this uh, new Pokemon is going to be a bug and rock type, uh, which is pretty interesting. That's, that's that sounds the, OP. Uh, so other po- for, but... Let's see. It's four times weak to rock. Yeah. If For... my Pokemon math and Wait, knowledge is there. rock type? Yeah. Wait, rock is weak to rock? I believe so, yes. No, I think rock oh, is weak yeah. to ground. I don't know. See. We're getting way into this. Um, yeah, I don't play Pokemon. Let's save it for the Pokemon spoiler show. It's, it, it's I, I cool. I four and then I duck out. It's cool that they they got a new they showed off a new evolution of uh, Scissor. I was about to say of Scyther, (laughs) and I'm excited for this game to finally come out. Um, I think we're all fine with the January 22nd, right? I think it's March or February. I could be wrong. You could be right. I thought Arceus was January. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. You're right. It's January, so it's January 24th, and then Elden Ring is a week after. Yeah, but who cares about Elden Ring? I have one week to be (laughs) Uh, Pokemon. Uh, We don't really care about Elden Ring here, so we're all going to be playing Pokemon. All right. Next thing we know, Eric's going to join the chat and be like, now, Ruben, you listen here. Listen, Eric, nicest guy. He just doesn't know anything about games, okay? He thinks Destiny is a good he game. Oh, Destiny is not the one we should be crushing. It should be Avengers. I mean, yes, he also thinks <laughs> Avengers is a good game. You're right. Hey, some he almost like to go into a game and just mash one oh button. God. Over and over and over. Listen, I love the guy. I feel attacked. I feel attacked. <laughs> but again, Eric Ginn, if you're listening to this, I love you, man. And I, I just, come on, just find a better game than Marvel or Marvel's Avengers. Find a better game. <laughs> okay. Do it. The next story we have here is Ghost Recon is getting a free-to-play battle royale. I am pulling this again from IGN. I don't have the link, but it's Matt Perslow from IGN. Um, Ghost Recon Frontline was announced today, a PvP first-person shooter that will be free-to-play uh, with support for over 100 players. It's an objective focus spin on the incredibly popular battle royale genre public play, play testing will begin this month but a full release date has yet to be announced ghost recon's uh, sorry ghost recon frontlines flagship mode is called expedition in which 102 players are divided up into teams of three to battle for victory on an island map so it's basically Fortnite plus capture the flag that's what i'm hearing i'm excited 
Um, to win, a team must find and claim three pieces of intel, which will allow them to then head to a designated drop zone and extract, uh, and extract from the map. When the extraction copter is called, though, other players are alerted and have a chance to attack and steal that team's extraction in order to claim victory for themselves. Oh, not really much capture the flag, just extraction from Call of Duty. <laughs> Pretty much, Ooh. right? Am I wrong? Is that yeah. A- yeah, no, you're, you're right. Okay, all right. I haven't played either of these games. Uh, side thing about it, though, is um, a cross-platform title frontline will be available for ps5 ps4 xbox series x xbox one and pc stadia and luna more games should be cross play yes uh, especially no, that's true games like this because <clears throat> i'm tired of playing fucking warzone with the guys i uh, i speaking of melty blood i've been playing melty blood and there's a ps4 version there's a switch version there's a pc version they're all separate circles that don't intersect at all, which means that there's like 20 people playing the Switch version and they, and they have to just constantly fight each other over and over again. Um, it's really frustrating. More games should be cross-play, especially when, when you have a very tiny pools of people. If you're a niche game like Melty Blood, it is so great to just put all of them in the same pool together so that they can just smack each other around. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. So this is, it's so funny Ghost Recon dropped this today. Why? It, it, Isn't it Ghost feels Recon so game? out of nowhere. I know it's the 20th anniversary of Ghost Recon. Uh, but it's, so weird. it's just... It's, a, it's such a weird thing for them to drop. All I know is... Nick Eden is out there somewhere. And he's cursing. Brian? He's cursing <laughs> at the skies. Why couldn't this be a freaking Tom... Watch Kansas Sam Fisher is going to show up. That's no, he's I mean. gonna be a skin. Walk exactly. Through. That's not. I don't know what the, what the the. I forget what the, the Sam Fisher is from. Splinter Cell. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Splinter Cell. Sorry, I made the Metal Gear theme song. I didn't mean to make to do that. That's okay. Um, it also says here. Ba, 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 where is it? Where is it? Where is it? When the extraction helicopter is... Okay, yeah. In order to claim the victory for themselves is an objective design that uh, sounds like a blend of Ubisoft's own Dark Zone from The Division and Crytek's Hunt Showdown. Never heard of it. Yeah, it sounds like Hunt Showdown. I was just about to bring up Hunt Showdown. Yeah. Good game. Very good game. Oh, fantastic game. I listened to one of the guys on it is like addicted to Hunt Showdown. Mm. I heard that. Me and my boys play a lot of Hunt Showdown. It's a very good game. Really? I need to get it on PC. I haven't played it in a while. Okay. It's a, it's a good game. Cool. Ubisoft also notes that there are other tactics that can be used to win. Aside from rejecting the last team's standing approach to Battle Royale, Ghost Recon Frontline also ignores the idea of a shrinking circle, which is cool. I, I really dig that. Oh, um, can, I ask, can I ask a, a dumb question? Go for it. Yeah. Who's Ubisoft? No, no, I know who they are. They're the guys that don't make Rayman games. Mm. Um, Damn. They don't? It's been anymore. like seven years since Rayman Legends. Anyway. They also don't make Splinter Cell is games this, anymore. Is, I, is, this, is this a Battle Royale game? Because there's no shrinking circle. There's no last team standing approach. I mean... Like, what makes this a Battle Royale? Does that just It's a Battle any... Royale without the Battle Royale mechanics. So it's is, a Battle this, Royale. is any game that just has a big map... This is a mag game, is what I'm saying. 
This is a massive action game from 2008. This is not Mag. Don't bring up Mag. We're not talking about Mag. And don't add a nade to that. <laughs> are, are we still not healing from Mag's like server shutdown? Uh, what I'm saying though is it's a battle royale in the sense that you are on a small group instead of massive teams fighting for one objective. Uh, so instead okay. of having in a, at least if it, they're doing it like Hunt Showdown, the way that works, it's teams of two, eight teams of two, going oh. up against or trying to slay a monster. And everyone is also trying to kill the other players trying to beat you to the objective. So you have an objective to take, but you have to mm -hmm. kill the other teams trying to also get the objective. It's kind of like, um, what is it, Scavengers, I think? Yeah, it's like Scavs. <laughs> what, what, what is that? I don't play many shooters. Uh, Scavengers is a free-to-play game on uh, Steam and Epic Game Store. Oh. Uh, it's got PvP and PvE elements to it. It's actually Alan pretty fun. A terrible, terrible. Yeah, I'm, one of the I'm rereading the, the article, and it yeah. says uh, 102 players are divided up into teams of three. Yeah. So I know I said two, Ryan, uh, just double-checking, and it's three, which is still small teams. I, I kind of get it. It's a bunch of mini factions as opposed to like Yeah, two. instead of having two okay. massive factions fighting each other. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I, I kind of see it now. Yeah. It still feels weird that, like, it doesn't have the, like, last team standing or, like, permadeath or a shrinking circle. Wait, does it not? Permadeath should be there. That should oh, be the main Oh, thing. okay. I guess permadeath then. I'm just, like, yeah. sitting here thinking, well, then what makes a battle royale a battle royale? I would say yeah. permadeath. Okay. Yeah. I would say uh, multiple teams of small groups and permadeath. Okay. You, you, need, well, you need two of the three. A shrinking circle... Multiple teams and permadeath. You can pick any of those two you want, but, but you need at least two. So I can't just make a game where it's like uh, Animal Crossing, but then the circle shrinks and that's the game. <laughs> the island is getting smaller. The island is getting island. smaller every day unless you come you back. You each other. You, you can't come back with each other. You just gotta figure out who doesn't stand on the ground in the. Where water. am I putting this museum if I can't? You know, if I don't come back, the museum is gone forever. Well, they're adding the coffee shop to the museum next month. Get ready for that Animal Crossing update, people. Direct is this week, though, or this month, isn't it? It's like on yeah. the 18th. Anywho. It's, it's when a character comes out? I don't know. I'll probably be playing that new character in Smash. Hmm. We'll find out who that new character in Smash is pretty soon. Yeah, but until then, up next. the Kingdom Hearts series is finally coming to the Switch. Unrelated to what I was just talking about. Unrelated yeah. completely. <laughs> I don't want to spoil our last topic. Unfortunately, I... they're coming as cloud games. Richard, I... go ahead. Go ahead. What are you you're going to let me finish this? Or are you going um, to say something? Okay. What? All right. Let me finish this. After Sakurai announced this last Smash character, I don't know who it was. Uh, there was one more announcement. Weirdly enough, Nintendo decided to release this info um the switch is finally getting the whole kingdom hearts series as cloud versions which means you need really really good internet to play these games uh there has no been there has not been a release date uh announced but this is part of square enix announcement for kingdom hearts 20th anniversary event which will be in 2022 fingers crossed for kingdom hearts 4 am i right <laughs> am i right I, I we're crossing our fingers because we know there will be a a, a new Kingdom Hearts game. It won't be four though. It will be four because nah, they'll, they'll just be like, here's a series of letters and numbers 
deal with it. I think Nomura said that we were going to get one more game uh, before, like in this act before we get uh, the next. I'm going to make a bold call here. What's up? My bold call is going to be a Kyrie game. It's going to be Kyrie will be who you play as. Uh, With the way Melody Murray went, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. It's the only game I've ever played. I think it will be Kyrie, and I think it will be the end of her story because I feel like the other two members of the Holy Group have gotten their endings. And I'm okay with that. Let's get get a birth by sleep esque game, you know? Mm -hmm. So we'll see. I think. Give me a Zora game. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like Yozora is like the final boss of KH4 or whatever game he appears in. Like, I feel like that's... I agree with John on this. It's crazy how we're just going to see him fighting. Weird that he's voiced by by Dylan Sprouse. Yeah, very weird. Yeah, that's weird. We're trying not to think about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan Sprouse does a lot of voice acting because he's a character in uh, Total War Warhammer. Ah. Yeah, why not, you know? Who is he in Warhammer? That's Uh, besides the point. Guys, we're on a tight schedule here. We need to get to the next story, okay? It's disappointing that these games are coming to Switch as cloud games, or at least the 1.5, 2.5. What did we really expect, though? Come on. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying the collection that is all PS2 and PSP games, it's kind of weird that that's coming as a well, cloud they're, version. They're Even HD, the 3DS one. They're HD collections. The 3D, 3DS one, the problem is it's also tied in with the... Uh, Birth by Sleep Fragmentary Passage, which is a KH3 demo. Yeah. So it's designed to basically be like a precursor to KH3. I guess they were too lazy and they didn't want to make Dream Drop Distance HD a separate game from Birth by Sleep uh, Fragmentary Passage. Yeah. And then they were like, well, at that point, like, let's just make them all cloud-based. Who gives a shit? And I think again, some people give a shit, though, because if the whole point of the Switch is portable. Yeah, but if you're really playing on the Switch, do you really care about these games? Uh, yes no, yeah that's know, true i don't know because no. i i if i'm getting them on the switch i wanted them to be portability or like portable like i would get making like uh so the for, aqua prologue if you want and, this i'm sorry richie go ahead continue i'm sorry i keep cutting off no it's all good i, I cut you off multiple times so i deserve that <laughs> no no go ahead I'll, I'll but if here. if you have the aqua prologue and uh, kingdom hearts 3 is cloud-based but if you had like Dream Drop Distance, Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, Chain of Memories. Put those on an actual like physical copy or make them download only. Yeah. Because those yeah. games could run perfectly on the Switch without having it being uh, cloud-based because I feel like cloud-based is going to make them run worse. It, because, you, like you said, you have to have really good internet to play those. I, it's not even. It's not even that you have to have really good internet. You have to be wired in for the best uh, experience, and that is literally the opposite of what the Switch is for. Yeah, it is best. Like if you're like, I'm waiting for Kingdom Hearts on the Switch. It's because you want to play it portably. You don't yeah. want to sit in front of your TV and plug your Switch into the internet to play Kingdom Hearts. But this I think that's part of the reason I loved Birth by Sleep so much is because it was on the PSP. It was a very portable game. But this is why we have a Swolet coming out. Swolet. My OLED coming it, in this week. If, yeah. I couldn't snag one. Neither, neither could I. Next story is Konami is reportedly working on Metal Gear, Castlevania, and Silent Hill games. But guys, I believe it when I see it. Okay, this is by uh, Joe Scrabbles uh, at IGN. Fake name. 
Yeah, fake name. Uh, Konami is reportedly working on uh, games in the Metal Gear, Castlevania, and Silent Hill series with both internal and external studios attached. Anonymous, anonymous publishing sources told VGC that uh, Konami is refocusing on developing games with its Best Love series. Per those same sources, the first of those games will be a reimagining of Castlevania being developed primarily by internal Konami studios. The report adds that uh, Konami is planning full remasters. Ooh, sorry. Is planning remasters of the original Metal Gear Solid games for new consoles, as well as a full remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, which is weird. Snake Eater. Why not two? Why not one? Well, Why if I had to pick Gear, nothing after it. Like Unless the, they're doing them in like the chronological, chronological order. order, yeah, but like, yeah. don't name it Metal Gear Solid well, Three. Because no. if it was chronological, why not start at the original Metal Gear? Yeah, not solid because that's a cool place that's never been remade in a modern format before. It's never been in three D. Why three? Who I think knows? the actual answer is there's a pachinko meme that has HD cutscenes for three in it. Right. God damn. Right. Uh, so I'm you can just figure. take those assets. Shove them in. Right. But I also think if we're going by what is the best ever Metal Gear game, and the one that you don't need as much information to play, it's three. Three you can just kind of play. I yeah. guess. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Yeah. It was my first Metal Gear game. It, it, yeah, I now that three. I was one incorrect, it is the chrono- chronologically the first game, because the ending of five leads into the MXX Metal Gears. I yep. Because mm-hmm. doesn't three lead into five? Five leads into three into Peace Walker, Peace Walker into five, five into Metal Gear, nothing, Metal Gear 2, nothing, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Okay. I just got a really bad headache. I'm. Sounds like we're talking about war. The sound of a a non Konami studio working on Silent Hill doesn't sound good because that has literally been the last two or three Silent Hill games and they've all been varying amounts of disappointing. You mean Kojima or Konami? No, no, no. Konami's been making them. No, Konami's been publishing them, but Mm -hmm. Silent Hill Downpour, Silent Hill Homecoming were made by outside studios that Konami worked with. Oh, okay. I thought we were still talking about Metal Gear. No, you're very correct there. Oh, no, I said Silent Hill. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought you meant uh, Kojima and Metal Gear, and I'm like, I agree. No, 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 because Metal Gear Survive was a train wreck, but that was all Konami. Yeah, um, like, that was nothing yeah. but Konami. Uh, that was bad. Yeah, um, so I'm just uh, personally, Silent Hill getting worked on by an outside studio has been par for the course in Silent Hill 4, um, mm-hmm. and it's never worked out well. I don't know, because I don't know if like people are like, oh. we want to make a Silent Hill, and then Konami's like, yeah, but we want to make a Silent Hill for the West, so make it like normie bullshit instead of the stuff that makes silent hill unique or if it's people trying to do their take on silent hill that hasn't worked i think it's the first one because silent hill shattered memories was also worked on by an outside studio and it was really really good and it was just a guy going hey i know i i know what silent hill works and they just let him do it and he made a really unique take on it's I, sort of a remake of the first Silent Hill game. Yeah, that's what I would do if they if I was offered to do a Silent Hill game right now, is I remake one. I think one and two could be easily remade into a decent game. Yeah. 
See, I bought the HD remaster of two and three, like the Silent Hill HD collection. And oh, my God, if they just up, update the controls, give them like the Resident Evil remake well, or the, the problem, Resident Evil HD controls where it's not the tank controls, I'd be fine. I'd be fine with just that. Part of the problem with that collection is that they removed the fog and that like makes the game severely like less have less tension. I like forgot it was, they removed the yeah, fog. Yeah, they removed the fog because they're like, it, it, it can run better, we don't need as much, uh, we can increase the draw distance, but it also takes away a lot of the tension. They also completely recast all of the voice actors because they didn't want to pay them a higher fee since they were coming back to voice characters that are now beloved and, and regarded as wonderful gaming characters. Um, and Konami has a bad habit of doing that, and I don't, I don't like them for that reason. But let's not forget, Castlevania just got an HD mm-hmm. collection uh, that was released, and I feel like that's a weird thing to do if you're going to remake these games. Also, they were Game Boy Advance games, if I'm not mistaken. Like, all so of them yeah, are- they were. The, it was the Advance collection for the Game Boy Advance, which is uh, Harmony of Discourse, Circle of the Moon, and Ario Sorrow. I so just, I just feel like if you didn't spend time on those games remaking those games you're gonna do a full reboot of the castlevania games it wasn't even a remake they were just ports that's all they are right but if you're gonna port like don't even waste time porting them if you're just going to i don't think they're remaking those games specifically i think they'll focus on like you know castlevania's uh symphony of the night understood but if you're gonna restart if you're gonna reboot the castlevania series what's the point Mm -hmm. of putting out these games because they've been kind of lost in time. Yeah. Yeah, but Those do are this games after, that people have been know? craving. Do this after. Well, all right. Look at it like this. A 2D Metroid is about to come out. People 3D are Metroid. very hyped on Metroidvanias right now. 3D. Perfect time to put out some very not that expensive, like four games for what? Was it 20 bucks? 20 bucks. 20 bucks? Yeah. That's a great deal to get some of the best Metroidvanias that have ever come out that were non Metroid games. Yeah. I think it's a perfect time to put out a game like that. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I guess. I think if they're going to like reboot any of the handheld games, it would be um what's the, the DS game? DS one. Yeah. Uh, uh so, something in the moon. Port- Portrait of Ruin um Order of Ecclesia or is that I think one? Portrait of Ruin is the one I'm thinking of. That one was like super like hard to get. Hmm. We'll see. Um, many have speculated that remake specialist Bluepoint, which <laughs> is our next topic of the sto- uh, next story topic, for, yeah, uh, would make uh, would work on an MGS remake. But VGC sources say it's being handled by a Sing- Singaporean studio, Virtuos, which previously worked on the Switch port of Dark Souls right back. remastered, among other projects. Before you go, Richie, I'm sorry. God damn it, I forgot to... Uh, before you go, uh, I wanted to mention this before, but I forgot. If you want to, the, the Kingdom Hearts games portable, get the Steam Deck, you know? Get them yeah. on Steam. So They're not on Steam, they're on Epic Game Store. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, that was it. You can go now. <laughs> Our next... Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good now. Sorry. Okay. Our next uh, story is PlayStation officially acquires Bluepoint Games... And their next game is planned to be an original, not a remake. And this is I'm being uh, this is being pulled by Jonathan Jonathan. Oh, Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Jonathan Dornbush, 
like, from IGN. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quote straight from uh, Blue Point. Our next project we're working on. Sorry, our next project we're working on original content right now. We can't talk about what that is, but it's the next step in the evolution for us. Uh, Thrush said, noting that even with the remakes like Shadow and Souls, the studio was already partially creating original content. He explained how uh, really the growth of the studio, both in literal numbers of employees as well as types of projects, naturally leads to this next step, especially given the te- team's pedigree. And man, oh man, say what you want about Bluepoint, but they make beautiful fucking games. Like remakes, I should say. I've never seen a studio as good as taking a style from a completely different studio and making it uh, making it gorgeous. Yeah. They take some rough games that are... Shadow of the Colossus was a rough game to play. It was. Uh, before <laughs> the remakes. Like, it was great on the PS2. It's one of my favorite games of all time. But uh, playing that in the PS3 era was a... That did not feel like a good game. I, I hated Shadow of the Colossus and the PS4 port. No, no, the original Shadow of the Colossus. I hated it. But for the PS4, I absolutely loved it. I actually had a blast playing that game. I was like, I have shit takes sometimes, guys. Don't worry. I wasn't going to crap on that game. Okay, good. Like that's one of the masterpieces of this fucking. Oh no, it's it was absolutely gorgeous on the PS4. I loved every second of it. And then, literally, the first thing I played when I booted up my PS5 for the first time was Dark Soul. Was uh, Demon Souls, <sighs> which they did perfectly. perfectly. That game was it's gorgeous. It plays perfectly. It plays just like the original. It's amazing. Did I, I ever am finish so, it? No. I am so interested in seeing what this studio does as its own gameplay style. Like, what is Bluepoint's gameplay style? I'm going to be curious about that. What is what is a Bluepoint game? Because right now, we just don't have the guys who can make really good, all, the best mimics of all time. Yeah. We'll find What's that called a mimic? We'll find out. Uh, last but not least, the transition from remasters to remakes uh, was to test ourselves and push ourselves harder for the next step, Thrush said, uh, noting that the team was about 15 people during the production of the original God of War collection. Jesus Christ. Right now, it is about 70 employees and grew to 95 people at its peak during Demon Souls with outsourcing work, too. So, before we get into our last news segment it's time for an ad give me a sec guys hold on don't 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 shit out on me now hold on hold on 40 seconds come on what the hell that's fine all right check your phone real quick i sent you a meme you sent me a meme i did mm-hmm. what's a meme Arizona's Art. having tornadoes if that counts as a meme what Arizona uh, has tornadoes? Uh, not usually. The world is ending. No, just uh, when uh, hot air meets cold air, it causes tornadoes. Mm. Mm. I wish we were getting cold air right now. I saw that episode. Well, you're the motherfuckers who are sending it towards us. Oh, Jesus. I know, we're not fucking getting it. <laughs> 
Oh, it's only affecting be a good time. areas that I do not live in. Wait, could somebody check to see if there's an ad going? There's not an ad. Are you sure? Oh. Yeah, I'm watching the stream. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Let me search my other screen. I don't know why it's not releasing. I have it on my second monitor. Well, I guess we're not doing this. I don't, for okay. some reason, just cut out the last 45 seconds that's yeah. <laughs> fine I'm leaving it in there I'm leaving it in there Smash Brothers Ultimate final DLC character has been revealed to be none other than well, let's find out guys Sakurai presented the last DLC character for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and it is none other than the Kingdom Hearts protagonist Sora alright Sora, if you can believe it. We're all excited about it, but before we go on, we have our first caller question. Let's listen to this caller question, guys. All right, I think I fixed this, so hopefully we should be able to hear it, okay? Yo, hello, Penultimate Conquest crew. It is me, Christian, a.k.a. ISO Christian. You may know me from the Penultimate Conquest. Uh, Anyway. Calling in, let me guess who's on the show. Uh, Ruben's over there giving his little, his, his theories and his little ideas and, and googling and going, wow. And uh, we got John and Richie, I'm sure. So hype over this Sora guy, let me tell you. What's what's the big deal about Sora? I don't understand it. He's, all he does is, is, is fly around his little gummy ship and he's always talking about Goofy this and Mickey that. Uh, I don't get it. Um... All right, but my actual question is if I'll smash stuff aside, is it worth going back and trying out the Kingdom Hearts story again? Because I've tried with Kingdom Hearts 1, and I just couldn't get past that gameplay. I thought the gummy ship stuff was terrible. Uh, is it worth, like, pushing past it, you know, and then going into um, 2? And I guess, I don't know. Just let me know if it's worth going back to the series. Try to be as non-fanboy as you can. You know what I mean? Like, think about like where I'm at in my life. You know, am I going to enjoy these Disney characters interacting with each other? You know, let me know. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Love to be on it sometime. Right. Now, I'm sorry, Richie, but I'm going to have to answer this first. Now, uh, caller, thank you for calling in. Uh, I don't really know who you are, but you're welcome to be on the show whenever you want. Um, I would say, yes, try these games again. One is definitely a bore. Like, it's just the, the, the battle system and the whole game UI in and of itself is just horrible but i promise you two is probably the best game i've ever played in my life okay two kingdom hearts 2 is probably the best game i've ever played in my life not the second kingdom hearts game kingdom hearts 2 yes yes they are different they are different um yes but i i I, listen man if you want i'll sit with you and we will play these games together okay i'll help you out if you need help but you know just give it another shot. I, I think you'll really like it. I have nothing but praise for the series. Everybody says this story is so goddamn convoluted. I don't know what they're talking about because I, I guess they really don't pay attention to when they play video games. Okay? It's it's not that hard, guys. You just got to focus. Pay attention. Listen. Listen with your ears. Don't check your phone during the cutscenes. Don't check your phone during the cutscenes. Okay. Throw that phone. Every cutscene. Listen, what, here's what you're going to do with that phone. You're going to bury it 
in the ground in your backyard. If you don't have a backyard like Ryan, I Ryan, I know you live in freaking Arizona where there's just sand everywhere, just buried in the, underneath the One sand. One could argue that makes it easier to bury a phone. Yeah, it's exactly. fine. I have a it's garden fine. in my backyard. Listen, listen. I know it's just sand. It's okay. It's like the 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 sand levels. Um, I can see the pumpkins uh, growing. It's like the sand levels in Mo- Super Mario. Okay, I know it's just desert. You got those fucking flower things just moving around like zigzagging. That's, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And the sun is angry and chasing me anytime I leave my house. Yeah, it's exactly what yeah. it is. That sounds like yeah. Arizona. And with that, I'd like to take the next whack at this question. Go for it. I will be right back. Okay, because I completely disagree with you, Ruben. Um, I don't think Christian should play this, or anybody. I think Kingdom Hearts is a game that you had to have grown up on to like. I've watched many friends and many people try and get into this series later in their lives, and it just doesn't work. If you want to understand Kingdom Hearts, honestly, at this point, Watch a video essay. Watch like a three-hour video essay on the lore of it, and you'll get everything you need from Kingdom Hearts. I love Kingdom Hearts. It's one of my favorite franchises of all time. I absolutely love it. I've gone and seen the orchestra stuff for it. I was there when they announced the fucking DLC in LA. I love this game. But it's a franchise that I think you need to have that deep-rooted PS2 nostalgia to be able to enjoy it now, because they're not the best made games. They're fun. They're really fun. And they, but they didn't age well. I nostalgically can play them still and really enjoy myself with them because of that. But if you are dying to have a Kingdom Heart experience, I think. Whew, yeah, just watch a video essay. I don't think they're worth the time to go through and play because you're not I don't think if you're coming from modern game sensibilities you're going to enjoy what they are they're in that weird era of gaming that PS2 era that's so hard to go back to like it in it's retro and begin after it it's PS3 era so you're they're pretty close to modern gaming but that PS2 Xbox era it's just hard to go back to any game then especially Kingdom Hearts that's not really. I stand with it. I'm. I'm gonna take the next one if you're done, Ryan. I'm. I'm done. Okay. Um. If you like the wackiness, if you like over the top, and if you like Disney, I say play it. Like, yeah. If you didn't grow up on it, it's not gonna be the same because the first one came out in North America back in September of two thousand and two. Yep. Hold on. I had it pulled up on my. Initial release date for North America was September 17th, 2002. I was in third grade when that game came out. And I rented it from Hollywood Video so many times that the guy at the counter ended up just giving the copy to my mom. Because I had rented the game so many times. I played that game way too much growing up, and I love Kingdom Hearts. It's my favorite franchise of all time. Kingdom Hearts 2 is my number one game of all time. Hell, I even have a Kingdom Hearts tattoo. I think if you, like I said, if you like the wackiness, if you like the over the top, and if you just like Disney characters and going through some Disney movies with a mildly different twist, not necessarily super over the top, but mildly different, it's worth the time. The gameplay in Kingdom Hearts 1 is rough, but Kingdom Hearts 2 still plays beautifully. 
and it plays just as beautiful as it did back on the PS2. Chain of Memories, yeah, watch an essay on that one. You don't really need to play it. Uh, you could just watch you. the theater movies for... What's up? I said, how dare you? You don't need to play Chain of Memories. Like, I like yeah, Chain of Memories. But Chain of Memories uh, is a good... You don't need to play it. You need to know what happens in it. Yeah, and you yeah. Need read to... the manga. The manga's fucking great for Chain of Memories. Actually, yeah. And 358 over two days. That, that manga's hilarious. I feel like you need to watch that. Oh, the manga is even better. It explains more. But it's worth it, in my opinion, to play him because it is an experience. Um, If you're wanting to skip all the games and just dive straight into three for that modern gameplay, they do have the theater thing at the beginning where it's got like a reboot of everything. So I say give it a shot. But you know what, Christian, if you play it and you like it, I'll definitely give Death Stranding an air shot. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Richie. Uh, John. You. So I have an interesting perspective because I did not get into Kingdom Hearts until 2009 because I did not have a PlayStation system until PS3. And so my first Kingdom Hearts game was the meme game, 358 Days Over 2 on the Nintendo DS. Because that was the first game that came out for a system I owned. Um, I don't recommend starting with that game because (laughs) it's not great anymore. It was a good DS game when it came out. It's it's not worth going back to. But the as so since like because when I was growing up, my friends like told me everything that happened in Kingdom Hearts One and everything that happened in Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Ironically. When my other friend who was like, hey, I really, really like Kingdom Hearts. I don't have a DS. I will lend you my PS2 and KH2 if you let me play your DS and Dream Drop in 358 over two days. I was like, sure, absolutely. Pro. That sounds good. Uh, and K- Kingdom Hearts 2 was actually a perfect sequel to 358 t- over two days. A game that came out like three years later. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm going to suggest is... Just play Kingdom Hearts 2. No. Because, 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 because. If you if you get into the story, it doesn't matter because you skip two games that you don't know the story. Because if you get into the gameplay, then you can go back and play Kingdom Hearts 1 on super easy baby mode and Chain of Memories also on super easy baby mode and be understanding that you're building up to the high that is Kingdom Hearts 2, which is... Uh, especially on the remix HD versions that they made, a better game than the version that I play. I played on PS2. Like, I agree with that. Frame rates have been increased, yeah. improved. Uh, you can play it at 4K if you're on PC or PS4 Pro or PS5. Uh, but even more than that, um, there's significant gameplay enhance- enhancements. Um, there's new abilities that they made specifically for that mode. There's additional cutscenes that flesh out some things. Um, and so, it's so much easier to get the ultimate weapon. Oh my god! Yes, oh my that god, too. It is extremely. Um, <laughs> but Kingdom Hearts Two just has better tutorializing, a much, much, much more interesting set of Disney worlds. If you are a child of the mid two thousands, part of the problem with Kingdom Hearts One is you start in Alice in Wonderland, which is eh, 
Or no, no, no. You start in Tarzan, which is that. You go to Alice. No, in Wonderland. whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you you start Alice in Wonderland or Olympic Coliseum, and then Tarzan. Tarzan's technically the third world. I thought it was the first for some reason. Uh, I think it's the one that is very the most confusing. Tarzan. It is. It's a weird, weird. Yeah. Either way, you don't get to Nightmare Before Christmas until like three or four worlds later, and it's really that is like the first good world in the game. Peter Pan is kind of better, but most of the Disney worlds in Kingdom Hearts One kind of suck. Like not only like uh, the char- the the they're just like really old movies that aren't um, super interesting to play in. Um, Do not shit on are... Tron right now. No, no I, I said Pinocchio. Tron is in Kingdom Hearts Two. Yeah. Tron oh, I thought you said Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts One and Two. I had no, no, meth no. worlds. No, no, no. I'm saying oh. when you get into Kingdom Hearts Two, that that game is like all good shit like oh, like kingdom hearts 2 has the best kingdom hearts one. 1 made so much money that disney was like do whatever the fuck you want nomura and he was like okay then i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna do we're going back to nightmare before christmas i need to do the christmas version we're doing um we're doing mulan like chinese warriors dragons oh the hun it's the caribbean that's good shit um, the caribbean the, the fucking mocap port was yeah. so bad um, so the Disney worlds are cool. The weapons and like the attacks at your disposal are, are a lot cooler. The drive form is a really cool mechanic where you can just, um, sacrifice Donald and or Goofy and just be like, I don't need you guys. I'm going to wield two keyblades and just shoot lightning everywhere without even looking and just mash the X button to win. Um, so Kingdom Hearts 2 is the one you should start with. If you don't like the gameplay and you don't care about the story, you can just drop out because that is it's not the highest of Kingdom Hearts, but if you can't find something to like about that game, you're not going to get more from keep from going back or forward. But there is a really great scene called the Battle of a Thousand Heartless. Oh where the game, is just, the game goes, you, you, you're Sora, you're fighting alongside Donald Goofy and Stitch shows up and starts blasting with you and then you go into a new room and then cloud shows up and he's like hey sora you need some help and he's like hell yeah he doesn't say that because that's a swear and it's for kids but Heck you know yeah. <laughs> and then you fight back to back to cloud and cloud is like go on next i'll take these guys you get away and then you fight next to squall and squall is like you ready to take these guys on and sora's like yeah let's go squall you fight next to squall and then he's like i'll take the rest of these guys you can go on forward and then you're fighting next to tifa and it just keeps going with like Final Fantasy characters um, fighting next to Sora, and that is like one of the best moments in video games, period. And if you play through that and you're not impressed, you're I can a monster. understand. No, you're a monster. Don't, you might as well not keep going. I but Let's also address that there's the bromance between Squall and Leon, when, or uh, Leon and Cloud, when they're back to back fighting each other. You got the gun blade and you got the buster blade. Let's fucking go. I, I didn't want to spoil it. I, I, oh. I was trying to leave something, some surprise. Hey, I'm leaving the surprise out. Um, the best boss fight in that game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't oh, mind. 100%. Don't don't but don't, don't, don't. if you enjoy Kingdom Hearts 2 gameplay-wise, but then you're like, I don't really care about anything that doesn't have a Disney character in it, then just don't go back. Go forward. Go into Birth by Sleep, which is one of the best video games, action RPGs, period. Um, you, you, you can just mash the, the skip dialogue button until you get to the next fight sequences. If that's 
how you're feeling. Um, then play Kingdom Hearts 3 and you're good. Those I think those are all really fun games that have really cool moments. It's... Even if you don't care about Kingdom Hearts story, like there's just really cool boss fights, really cool action sequences. Um, some cute, fun interactions with Disney characters. Like one of my favorite uh, moments in a Kingdom Hearts game is a part where you don't fight. It's where you break Rapunzel out of her tower entangled in Kingdom Hearts 3. And she's just like, I just want to look at birds for a bit. And Sora is just an adorable, cutesy person who's just like, you know what sounds really fun? Looking at birds. And so you just play with birds for like 15 minutes. And it's just super wholesome and adorable. And that's part of what made me so excited about the end of this direct is Sakurai shows off the full trailer which has the a gameplay segment that he's like edited and highlights some of the stuff. And halfway through, there's like the Battle of Sephiroth. But then the next like 30 seconds is just Sora playing, not fighting, playing with Nintendo characters. He's yep. feeding Kirby's. He's hanging out with the Inkling. There's a shot where he jumps in the air and he's going like this next to Pikachu and and uh, That's great. And Inkling. And part of what I love about Sora being in this game and what that that whole point, there's a really wonderful shot where he just jumps and does his double jump and he's like swirling in the sky as the background changes between like four or five different Super Smash Brothers games. The point of Sora ending the ultimate roster is that Sora is the player. Sora is the a teenager just running around all of these worlds having fun. And... Uh, to me, that's why it's such a special choice to get in. And so, like the mini games, the non-combat parts of where you interact with Disney characters in like a sportsy or non-aggressive way are some of the highlights of Kingdom Hearts because we don't have many innocent, non-aggressive characters in video games. Like, um, it, like think of all the people that people characters that people are disappointed being stuck as me's or not getting into Smash like uh, Dante or uh, Kratos, Doom Guy, guy, um, like super aggressive, angry people that make for cool video games, but you don't want to hang out with in real life. Like, if you you met them in person, you'd be like, no, it's kind of a dick. I don't want to talk to him. I'd hang out with Sora in real life. It'd be weird because he's like, 16 at his oldest and i'm i'm in my 30s now but like i i'd take him out for ice cream so sea salt ice cream you know i'd I'd see a new marvel movie with him sea salt Um, ice cream i i think that's what's cool and i think uh if you're willing to give kingdom hearts 2 a chance and then go if you're interested because i think a lot of what like riku goes through is really interesting because riku starts out as like the edgelord and he doesn't not become an edgelord his his the conclusion of his story in chain of memories is mickey mouse saying hey you can use darkness for good like that is his his story is not you have to cleanse yourself of darkness his story is you can accept darkness and use it for good and use like there is a way to channel righteous anger at like the the injustices of life and i think that's something that really hit home for me about riku um in his storyline in those games um and definitely like for me it's all worth it because one of the last cutscenes is sora and a character he hasn't been able to be around with 
in forever since Kingdom Hearts 1. Just getting a moment together. It's... And I cried during that part. That's Dude, I always cry. It, it, it was just... It was literally like 11 years of like build up, like yeah. finally getting some, uh, what's the word, closure. So this is I, a fake. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm this God damn it, Chris. Yeah, that's, John, that's why I like you. We're going to cry now. <laughs> so um, I have a quick thing. I watched uh, a video before the we did this, and it was from Beat'em Up Woods. And I love Beat'em Up Woods. He's probably one of my favorite uh, YouTube content creators. And he says the uh, the coolest thing about Sora being the final character is because Sora to Kingdom Hearts is what Mario is to Smash. And that handshake they do at the end of the um, the trailer was these two people of like the most important franchises recognizing it. And it's just like, hey, welcome. And that just. What's up? Uh, you can keep going. I just have a thing to say after that. It just like because Sora, like he's connecting all of these worlds that throughout his story of Kingdom Hearts. And that's one thing I love is like it gets fucking emotional. <laughs> like I, I cried a lot during Kingdom Hearts, like and like even scenes I know are going to happen. I still get emotional at. And also like Kingdom Hearts 2 being my favorite game of all time. I've played it so many times. There are scenes I get emotional. I even get emotional when I see my favorite character show up on screen for the first time in that game. I, yeah, I agree. Just shout out to Axel. Axel's I the was best about character. To bring out Axel. Axel's like, my favorite character. Like, he was my favorite when I booted up Chain of Memories and I met him for the first time. He's like, the name's Axel. Got it yeah. memorized. And I was just like, he doesn't even have a voice. It's just text. And I love this guy. But he was the coolest back then. Oh, he's he's still the coolest That's and I will die on the hill. Also, Birth by Sleep is just Revenge of the Sith told from point different point of views. Just saying. No, no, I, 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 I can see that. I For think... me, a big thing of what made Kingdom Hearts 3 so great is just like seeing the trio of like the nobodies together. Yeah, because there's something yeah. really powerful of like these three characters who are like not even supposed to exist. Like not only um, being reunited, but the main character of the series being like, if what it takes for you to exist is being done, if what it takes for you to exist is me sacrificing myself, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. I'm willing to make that sacrifice so you exist. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a strangely powerful thing for a video game to say where Mickey and Goofy are in the background okay really <laughs> that's alright that's alright um, this is awesome I think oh, people make a mistake of thinking that uh, Kingdom Hearts is all about the giant plot devices and the I'm a clone of a clone of a clone and I'm making spoiler, a huge spoiler, organization spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. but when you get these great animators to animate what these incredible voice actors put their heart and soul into, it it, it creates some genuinely emotionally captivating moments. Okay. Even if it is stupid. Sorry. I, I, uh, I have two things I want to say. Go for it, Ryan. One is, if you wonder why Sora was the final pick in Smash Bros., just look below me at John. That, the emotion he's showing. The emotion people like Cam showed today. The emotion... 
that my roommates heard me scream at 7 a.m. at the top of my lungs and full-on cry because of it. This franchise means a lot to everyone, and that's one of the reasons why. And two, how do you end the biggest crossover game of all time with the original Crossover King? That's that's really what it is. At the you end bring of the day, in a when character I... so powerful that not even Disney like can argue that he can't be in Smash. Like, yeah. The mouth... There's not a bigger crossover character than Sora. I mean, he brought together things that I never thought I'd see. Fucking Final Fantasy and Disney. That's the biggest grab bag pull I've ever seen. But I for some reason, it worked so well. Something yeah. that people might not realize about me is that there was a long time where, like, I was one of those people that was like, man, Kingdom Hearts gameplay is so cool. Why the fuck does it have to be with Disney? I only give a shit about the anime bullshit. I don't want to play a game where, like, I'm standing next to Donald and Goofy. And then I played Kingdom Hearts 2, and I was like, it's kind of fun. I'll yeah. play... Yeah. I'll play Birth by Sleep. And then by the end of Birth by Sleep, I'm like, what's going to happen in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance? I got to find out. When does that game come out? Like, I was fully into it after a while, um, as you can tell. Um, and like I said, it's... If you can just give yourself, like, like a little bit of suspension of disbelief, there are some powerful emotional things that this game can do. And the, the combat's really cool. So you can summon the genie, and then he goes poop, 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 poop. He shoots magic everywhere. Okay. With that said, Christian, if that doesn't answer your question, I, I don't know what will. You know. Um. So I'm gonna take that as we all love Sora as the final Smash character. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. It was the. This, other than Minecraft Steve, this was the best fighter pack and characters they could have done. And there's something I've noticed. I've, I'm a big Smash guy. Smash Bros. is a very important game to me. It, and everyone talks about the Smash Bros. that there's theirs. Like, you got the guys who played N64. You got the guys who played Melee. The Brawl guy, all that. Ultimate was my Smash Bros. It's the one I played while at the end of high school, college era. The one I remember hours of just sitting on the couch with my close friends playing it and to see a game like this finally end is one it's very it's insane that was one of the most impressive fighting games one of the most impressive party games one of the most impressive just games i've ever seen made is he took everything everyone loved about his entire franchise and threw it on a board yeah and it worked let this guy take a break but the point I was getting at was here. I've watched these, all of these directs. I watched every one that he does. And the love that he has for almost all of these characters. The only time I've never seen him love a character was Minecraft Steve, which I think he was just handed a very nice lump sum of money to put Steve in that game. But otherwise, he puts these 45-minute long directs together about the lore of the character. For fighting game characters, it's about inputs and how that all works. For other ones, it's about his memories with those characters. And to see the final one be Sora. And him be excited that it's Sora. And talk about how Sora's been wanted since the poll in 2016. I remember writing Sora's name for that poll in 2016. I voted for it. It's an insane journey that I'm so happy I got to be a part of. I'm so happy I got to play that game as much as I did. Uh, uh, one final thing on it on Smash and that 
Uh, I was lucky enough to do um, press because I was a um, fucking journalism major in college for E3 the year that Smash got announced, and I got to play the first demo of it. Wow. With, um, with the first ever uh, mural, that massive mural of Smash Bros. characters. I remember going into a room and playing it for the first time, being like, this game's amazing, this is everything Smash was ever meant to be. And that was the first really big thing I ever did, working in journalism and gaming and all that. And so... To see it end is a so a heartwarming moment. I'm happy for it. Damn. Well said. I have one last thing to say. Um, if you're not following him, go follow Cam Final Mix on Twitter and just watch his reaction. <laughs> it is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I cried watching it because I was so happy for Cam. Like I'm, I'm excited this stories and Smash, but Cam has been the biggest advocate for. Sora and Smash that I've ever met. And also, I'm waiting for him to run up and down the street with a keyblade yelling Sora and Smash. Sora and Smash. Because he made that promise back when the game came out. Oh, God. <laughs> with that being said, it's time for some plugs. Oh, oh yeah. Where can people find you? I guess I'll take the first one with this. Oh. I said Ryan. <laughs> oh, you no, said, didn't you come said through. American people. Oh, yeah, sorry. You. sorry. Yeah, I'm just I like... cut out. Sorry, yeah, you apologies. cut out a little bit there. I'm like, I think I'm the first, but all right. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> People can find me down at RyanTheLion3055 on Twitter for mostly anime hot takes and whatever else I've been up to. And uh, be expecting... I'll, I'll drop the announcement here since this feels like a pretty important and emotional episode for all of us. My first ever video essay will be coming out in the next couple weeks. What? What? look... A look on to Evangelion. Wow. A deep dive. Fuck. Okay, wow. That's a that's a twist and a half. Jesus, okay. Damn well. it, now I have to watch Evangelion. John, where can people find you? Uh you can find me on Twitty on Twitty. Twitty. Um, <laughs> Twitty. Twitter at Noisy Shark. Um uh, for some reason the past couple of weeks, every single day I've had some kind of like social engagement, so I haven't been able to work on stuff for a bit. Um, but I, I want to make a review of Neo The Worldlands with you at some point, and then I'll be playing Metroid Dread as soon as my box special edition comes in, and I'll probably have things to say about that, and I want to make a video essay or something on the Metroid series as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's the stuff that I want to do. Okay, cool. Richie, where can we find you? Uh, people can find me over on Twitter at Rich Dolphus or Stats on Stats Lit, where I post about, you know, my, my podcast Stats on Stats or just my hot takes about, you know, how Venom 2 is better than the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, I'm surprised I'm not fired for that one. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm glad that you brought that up because Rises, this is your last. Batman Begins is pretty good. The Dark See, Batman Begins is, is pretty good. good. I'm like, the Batman. Yeah, like, Batman you know Begins what? is my favorite. We really, he really is the Batman. But I just you, you can also I just don't get it. Continue. Sorry. You uh, you can also find me here on Sunday at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time for the next episode of Stats on Stats with special guest author Ryan DeBruin, the author of the Ether Collapse series. And Joel and I are very excited to get to talk with him. It's crazy how that's your last episode of Stats on Stats. Ah, fuck. I'll just take it to a new channel. <laughs> oh wow okay all right luckily for you i have copyrighted everything so jokes on you i don't know about that i mean yeah it's been copyrighted uh, anyway lose all intellectual rights 
What? <laughs> when you join the Facebook group, you lose all intellectual property, right? And also, if you look on uh, <laughs> iTunes or uh, podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we're on podcast apps now, finally. Thanks, Ruben. Yes, but it's also copyrighted, so there you go. Ah, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could find me here uh, maybe tomorrow. I'm not really sure. I don't know what I'm doing this week. It's been a long weekend. It's only Tuesday, guys. Um, I'm putting some stuff in the works. Uh, like I said, I'm working on that Spider-Man Far From Home. Ooh, No Way Home. <laughs> Trailer no. deep dive. <laughs> About two years late on the Far From Home. <laughs> no like, Way oh. Home deep dive. Yeah. Uh, I am working on some Halloween stuff with a couple of other people. So we'll see how that goes. Ooh. Maybe some stream stuff. We'll see. For now. When when we're playing Phasmophobia. Ooh, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. I might have that in the works. Maybe not. Maybe I am. I don't know. I don't know. And finally, just to make sure that it's clear, this week's schedule is going to be just Anime Nation on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Yep. All right. So be there or be square. Because you're not around. What if I'm both? impossible (laughs) have a good night guys